What up, what up, man? It's your boy Slim City Live, and welcome to another episode of the First and Wild Podcast. And I got a dear friend, uh, and you know, one of those people you come across, I'm like, you just glad you met this person, and it's just, you know, this is gonna be something you're gonna know for the rest of your life, man. That's my boy, Dizzy, aka Ride Fitness, aka Ryan. In the building. Thanks for making time to be here, man. Man, I appreciate you inviting me to the show, man. Listen, man, you should have been here a long time ago. But like I said earlier, like, you know, I didn't want to do, I don't want to do back-to-back of the same people, the same profession, just to, you know. Right. You know, and they just gave us time. You know our schedule is yeah, kind of crazy. crazy. So, yeah, you know, man. I so, think it worked out. Uh, congrats, man. Appreciate Had it. Had a very successful fish fry tonight. Oh, Lord. I probably still smell like fish right oh, now. Good, though. <laughs> nah, not that type of fish people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, man, what's good, though, man? What's going on? Let everybody know what you got going on these days. Oh, man, just, you know, just really excited uh, about the fitness business, man. Um, just, you know, helping the community as much as I can. You know, life is just good. And, you know, just continuing to work on myself. You know what I mean? So how did you uh, initially get into the uh, the fitness world? What's the story? Well, to, uh, to go back in time, um, so I really was in love with basketball, you know. And when I was done with college, um, you know, I didn't make it to the NBA. You know, yeah. it just wasn't one of the draft picks. <laughs> so, you ended the draft? Huh? I just, I know I wasn't. I wasn't even there yet, you know. But I wanted to be an NBA star, yeah. and it just didn't work out for me. And, you know, basketball and fitness tied the two together. My degree was exercise science degree. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I pursued that. I pursued personal training, and I pursued, uh, I was actually going to start with physical therapy, but... Um, what I really wanted to do was, you know, share my passion of how basketball made me feel good. You know, I was loose. Yeah. I, I looked good, you know, so I, I know the impact that I have on people. So I just wanted to share that with, you know, the community. Yeah, I just feel like basketball is one of those sports where just based on the movements that you do within a game, it just works out so many muscles. And it's really a full body workout when you play full. <laughs> And listen, it's crazy. Yeah. Listen, when you're older, crazy. don't don't get out there if you didn't stretch. Oh, if you no. didn't warm up for about 30, 40 minutes, don't get out there on the court if you're not ready to be sore for a couple of days. days. Yeah. Especially uh, like the other day, I just playing. And I, I feel like I play for my age a lot more than most because I coach high school basketball. But even the other day, I was playing three on three outside. And let me tell you something, bro. The, the knees, the thighs was feeling it. <laughs> I know. As it. compared to indoor running full court. Three on three, maybe what, four games? I was, oof. And it's crazy because you get breaks in between. You know, you check up after every yeah. point. And yeah. You still feel it. Yeah. It's nuts. It's, it's crazy, nuts. man. So, everybody know, uh, were you originally born, you originally from Florida, born and raised? Or? No, I'm actually from Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut. Okay. CT203. Listen, when people, when Jamaicans go to Connecticut and they, they like, their people usually are like drug dealers and stuff. Yeah, like, that's the, okay. that's the hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, when you saw them, people say why them damn jamaicans in connecticut it's a weird random place all the jamaicans they flew from jamaica yeah they went to connecticut Mm -hmm. they went to they got a few in atlanta and everybody's in florida those three spots were all the jamaicans at in new york in new york and of course new york Yeah. yeah So, like, were you just born there? How long did you live there? I didn't even know that about you. Go ahead. Yeah, we, uh, when we moved down here, we moved down here back in, like, 99, I think. I mm. can't even remember. We getting old. Came down here in 99, and, uh, you know, I've been repping Lauderdale ever since. All right, so, and this is, and you have two older brothers? Yeah, two older brothers and a younger brother. Oh, okay. 
my mom had four, four boys. Four boys. Damn, all boys. Boy, y'all, wow. I know she's. I know y'all stressed out. You know, listen, we was actually good. You know, yeah. we we say that uh, my mom was fortunate enough to not have any kids that was you know getting getting in trouble. Yeah. You know, we all. Well, I was the only. Well, me and my little brother went to college. Yeah. Um, but we was actually pretty good though. Yeah, that's what's up, man. <laughs> Shout out to Mommy. I met her a couple of times. I see how they're working out. And that's just really inspiring. I mean, even seeing your mom work out on your Instagram and even seeing it in person, it made me myself want to, like, you know, tell my mom, like, hey, you need to get up and go outside and walk around. Walk that dog around the block, not up the street. It's Those little things. It is very important. Yeah. And, and what I'm pushing for is to really get our black and Latino community out there. Like, it's like, like something that we're not supposed to do work out they look at working out or exercising as like you know the worst thing to do in the world but we re- we actually need it if we look at our lifestyle mm-hmm. um and honestly i want to touch on how i'm an occupational therapist and yeah. the patients that i'm seeing 70 80 90 years old that's black and latino they're stuck in the bed from high blood pressure cancer strokes and it's because of their inactivity you know and it's it's, it's the lifestyle that we live Whereas, you know, you got other folks, they only, I only deal with them with hip surgery and yeah. elbow, you know? Yeah. So, um, so you moved down here in Florida, 99 and, uh, you went to what high school? Coke. I went to North Lauderdale Academy. I don't know okay. if y'all remember North Lauderdale, the Bulldogs. Yeah. And then uh, I was there for two years, and then I went to Coconut Creek, graduated yeah. from Coconut Creek. All right, so those who don't know, and you was balling. <laughs> you was a bucket. Did my thing, man. I did my thing. And yeah, uh, what's the, the, the highlight of your highlight basketball career, high school basketball career, I should say? I'm be honest, man. I was beating up on a lot of y'all, man. You know, I was scoring buckets on a lot of y'all. I never really talk about it, but uh, my senior year was nuts. Um, I believe the first half I was averaging like 30 points a game, and then uh, second half I finished out with like 26 points a game. So that's the year I won states. No, I actually coached. I came after college. I came back to American Heritage, and we won the state championship. Oh, that's oh yeah, you're right. You're yep. right. So, so you didn't win states as a, you didn't win you didn't win states as a player. Nah, we didn't we didn't win states as a player. Oh man, man. Hey, you won. got a ring though, though. Got my ring, Fuck dog. Yeah, got man. my ring. So what, what, what girls were more fun back in high school days? Or Connecticut girls, Miami girls, like what? Young Ryan. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the 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 young ladies were more fun in uh in 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 Florida. A lot of their girls was yeah. Where is that? And it's the first of podcast. You got to tell the story when you lost your virginity, bro. Jeez. If, you, if you remember, I remember. I was young. Actually, was young. Young. I was like going into ninth grade. I was okay. going into ninth grade. Yeah. So you know, I don't know if that's young. Oh, is, is that is that? Young? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I was 17, so I don't... You were 17 years old? Yeah. A good boy. You're a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> good boy had no, had no swag. No. Had no sauce. Which, what, what was it, really? I don't know, man. You know, sometimes you just get lucky at early were, were you Were you just lucky? Early day, home from school, like, how'd it go down? It was on some, like... Oh, it was like your girlfriend at the time. No, nah, I wasn't no girlfriend. Um, it was just... It was actually an older chick. To be honest with you, older chick got me and got me started. Took advantage of you. Got me. Was it everything you thought it was going to be or do you think you was ready or did you think like, I could have waited. You look back on it now as as a man, like as a grown adult, like, do you look at it like, what's your thought of it now when you look back at it like, oh. 
I mean, it probably was going to happen if it wasn't that person, then it was going to be somebody else. If you want to be, you know, completely honest. But nah, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I think I finished fast as hell. And, you know, Do you remember her that. name? Don't say her name, but if you remember her? Yeah, I remember her name. Of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> nah, people come on here and don't remember, though. Yeah. No, don't remember. Because, you know, it's crazy. You have older brothers. Yeah. So I guess the pressure, the jokes, you know, we ain't getting up with the boy. Yeah. talking about? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, you know, older brothers clowning you. And then you go to the other brothers. You know, you don't have that. Uh, like, I never had that older brother you know, pressure or the, the seeing what he doing. I said, okay, the, the curiosity from that. So I, I didn't have that growing up. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I, that's why I feel like I was always a late bloomer. But if I knew I was, uh, if I had older brothers, oh, I definitely not have been like fucking way earlier than I thought that should have been. I mean, what you got to think about though, and, and I want to laugh right now because you caught me early in the game. You know, he called me early with this question, yeah. but. Um, listen, you know, you got peer pressure, you know, you would have got into high school and you got your friends that probably had it, got it done. And then yeah. you're like, damn, I want to see what it's like yeah. too. Or, you know, it's crazy. You was a kind of kid. Absolutely. Okay. I'm, they call me Mr. Kind of. Really? You got a daughter. They don't, they don't, don't know. know. They, don't, they <laughs> okay. don't even know how that happened. They were wondering how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry, man. So you're coaching. You, you move back from college. You, you're coaching in America. You win states, um, and then you, you. I remember you uh, were getting into the was it DeVry? The occupation. Oh, Kaiser. Kaiser. Sorry, Kaiser. Sorry, sorry, yep. sorry. You know what I'm saying? But you was at Kaiser, and you would. I remember you was grinding. Work, drive, working in Pompano, driving to Pompano. I remember those days. We just chop it up on a regular basis, man. And um, uh, so was that like the birth and the vision of Rye Fitness right there, or no, man? Um, actually, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, mm-hmm. and I just didn't have the knowledge to help her to treat yeah. her. So I wanted to get into a field that helped me with my creativity. So I went back to school for occupational therapy. And that's what built, you know, just it's expanding my knowledge on mm-hmm. the, the, the impact that I could have, you know, to help, you know, more people. So how were you able to help your mom in that particular situation as far as like when you set out to gain more knowledge to help your mom? I'm assuming on her recovery, getting back to normal. Getting back to normal. She couldn't she didn't have any range of motion in her arm after yeah. she had the, the breast cancer surgery. Uh-huh. And for one, you know, just as a personal trainer, you might not have as much knowledge as you think you do because there's contraindications for everything that you do. Um, you know, you know, sometimes you're not supposed to be using weights with certain diagnoses. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to, you know, have, you know, just more knowledge on what you're supposed to be doing. And I was able, and she's able to lift both of her arms up yeah. now. You see her working out. Yeah, I see. She her. actually go too hard, actually, yeah. for me, but, you know. Man, so what is like that to, like, play a certain role in your mom's life like that? Like, you know, someone that just take care of you, like, from the day you enter the world and be able to give back to her in a way like an unimaginable way like that. What was as a son? Like, what did that feel like? You know, it, it, it's funny, you know, I actually, I did a, um, 
Well, we did a breast cancer event in October with, you know, Mickey from Optimal Performance. Mm-hmm. And I was to give a speech for her. And it finally hit me there, honestly. Well, she was diagnosed in, what, 2014? Mm-hmm. And where were we at? 20, 2020? Mm-hmm. 2020. Right? Yeah. I don't even know what year it is. We lost a year with that COVID. Fact, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, it finally hit me just how strong she was. And, you know, single parent, raised four boys on her own. Like I said, none of us was really, we were scared of her. We ain't getting in trouble, you mm-hmm. know. And just to be able to give back to her, just to give her that strength, give her that power, that meant a lot to me. You yeah. Know? yeah. I, I just think about the times that, you know, my mom, she didn't have cancer, but she had like carpal tunnel surgery. And um, on bo- she got surgery on both hands. This is 2010. And, you know. I just made it like a personal thing to really just dedicate, you know, be home more, you know, because she can use her hands at all on anything. So, you know, you got to really be there for her, especially when the nurse is not there, you know, to, to do her personal things. But as a son, like, you know, in retrospect, like we really look, at, look back at it and you realize the amount of things that your parents really do for you. Yeah. Granted, they're supposed to, but they don't. Ha- you're not. They don't have to. Right. They make a choice to be a good parent. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that joy alone, just to be there for her every day, and you know, make sure everything is okay. Like it just, you know, it just, it just meant the world. Like I can't give you, you know, materialistic things. I can, but right. to give you something, you know, I'll never forget it. I hold dear to me, and I just hope somebody like. You know, my daughter loves me like that one day, and right. I'm able to love somebody that much that day to do those things for, and it's like a pleasure to be there for, for somebody, man. Right. That's dope, though. I'm glad that you, you had that experience, man. That's, yeah, man. That's a powerful testimony, man. So, how you say you was raised in a single-family household, like, you just have no, like, like connection with your father? or um, you? Just growing up, you know, it just it just wasn't there, you know, and it wasn't until recently where, like I, t- like I said, I've been, you know, you know, working on myself a little bit, I was mm-hmm. able to reach out to him and, and talk to him and actually open that door up. And, uh, you know, man, I could go, I could go deep for y'all, but, um, deep, you know, I was able to, let me just, let me just go back to how I was just growing up, you know, yeah. it was just the brothers, you know, helping each other, teaching each other as much as we can, mm-hmm. trying to make sure that, you know, we don't make the same mistakes that we did, you know. So it was helpful to have two older, older brothers, brothers yeah. right? And then a little brother to actually set the example for him. So, you know, he not doing the wrong shit. Mm-hmm. Can, we, can we curse? We, yeah, we, fuck yeah. What are you talking about? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, so that's how it was, man. We kind of just raised each other. And, you know, honestly, man, I think everybody should try to reach out and, you know, maybe get a coach or get somebody they could talk to so they could really understand what kind of childhood traumas you probably have, you know, growing up, you know, I, pr- I probably needed my dad more than I thought I did. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I mean, did you go with any like animosity, like just angry sometimes or especially playing ball? And for those who don't know, Rye was a very good basketball player. Like, so it's not like you're playing basketball very good and you're scrubbing your parents come you're not going to be in the game no he played every game every minute like he he got buckets he went on to play college ball too so it's not like you know you're doing you're excelling at something and you know as much as we love our fathers yeah you sorry as much as we love our mothers it's just something about a father's like um validation yeah like that hits different 
You know what I mean? Yeah, it happened to me one time. I finally reached out to him. I had some type of conflict in college, and I reached out to him. And it wasn't until I talked to him, it made me feel stronger. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, yeah, it is. I can't do this that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just that that conversation I had with him, you know? And you don't even know it. You don't even know. Mm -hmm. What I did was I channeled... um, all of that into basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted to play ball every day. I remember I used to walk around, dribbling my basketball everywhere, going to each uh, park and just attacking. Attacking, you yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, as much as my mom, like, you know, my father never missed a game. You know, Pop won a football, rec league. It didn't matter. He was there for everything. And, and like, just to have that support. And my dad was a... Uh, a lot of people, if you hear my podcast, you know about my dad. He played for the national team in Jamaica. So, like, having a last name and everybody know who he was all the time, like, you, re- you like, really represent on some legacy type shit. Yeah. So, it's like, you can't be out here fool-fooling. And, you know, he invited his friend to come watch the game. So, you know, if I put down one piece, I'll show I put down something for you know that. And just, like, to get his validation. Yeah. i never forget, man. We playing South Broad, man. I dropped, uh, my senior year, I dropped, like, 38. And my dad was in the stands and... Man. The, the look of validation he gave me, yeah, I was just like, you know, mm-hmm. like no matter how anybody was, how the, the, it was a loud ass gym too, man. Sabra, shout out, they, 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 they fans come out, yeah. so it was, it was like, I, I remember distinctly like it being loud, and then looking at him and seeing his his proud how proud he was, and like everything just like tunnel vision, like wow, my dad's proud of me. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. So what? What are you like? I mean, do you speak to him on a regular now? Or? That's my boy. Yeah. That's my dog. You know what I'm saying? But do you ask him about like, yo, what the, f- yo, what the fuck, bro? What happened? That I had that talk with him. Yeah, I had that talk, and it made me realize some things, and it made me understand. Yeah, because we old now. Yeah. you know, we got kids. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so we know how it is now. You know, but did you cry? Nah. I would have cried. It was a great. It was a great talk. It was a great. I would cried. Yeah, it was a great. I'm a chat. crying ass nigga. I cried. Damn <laughs> boy, nah. that shit crazy. Like, that's what's up though, man. I congratulate you for just you know acknowledging like the struggles you might have had in your life and the questions and not letting them go unanswered and uh-huh. really like figuring things out and you know with on your own agenda. That's that's hard. That's not easy. It's, and it's not easy, man. And hopefully somebody hears your story about that and then you know, they go to the next level and wanna um, you know, repair the relationship with they with their parents. It'll definitely open some doors up for you. Yeah. It'll it'll definitely definitely stop you from continuing that cycle, continuing yeah. that circle of what you keep going. Through. And congrats congrats on fatherhood on uh congrats on fatherhood of course. You know your daughter's amazing man. She's nuts man. It's just hey, yo, she's <sighs> man. I see my daughter and her all the time. That's why I feel, and you know, our daughters are, are very, very similar. Same age. Same age and yeah. same birthdays. You're the 21st. Oh, my daughter's on the 24th. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we were both wrong at the same time. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Ah! But, uh, but uh, yeah, like, it, it's just crazy. And I, I see a lot of, like, I, I do have a special, like, spot in, in, in my heart for your, for your daughter and just the conversations we've had dealing with our mothers and us as men growing and acknowledging our faults and wanting to be better. And, you know, every time we talk about it, you know, it's just, we want to be a better human beings. And it's just, I just really appreciate those conversations, man. And like those combos and just even having somebody you can really go to and have those level headed 
you know, me holding you accountable for decisions you make and the way you handle particular situations and vice versa. You've, you know, held me accountable for where I've handled certain situations. And I just define that as a real friendship. And I just appreciate you down that alone. You know, I value our friendship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> On real shit. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Y'all pouring out them drinks? <laughs> appreciate y'all. Y'all the best. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Crystal and Ray. They ain't here getting it in, man. So what's up, man? What's going on, man? That's what that emotional shit. Right fitness. I've worked out with you a couple times. Is that a shot? No, nah, man. No shots, man. I can't handle that shit. I'm, I'm not even joking. Yes, please, please put some juice please. in there or something. There's a there's a uh, Red Bull in there. An orange Red Bull. A, a four pack. I just bought, bought it in there. But I, I definitely can't hang. Thank you. Thank you. I thank can't you. hang. Thank you, Ray. She's so thick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Movie. So, all right. We're into the whole ride fitness because you pretty much work for yourself now. Yeah. So I remember you were working with Broward County. Yeah. So I do. I, I subcontract, you know, with different companies. And mm-hmm. Broward County is, what is that? The county. So I actually do, you know, do different classes for them, different stretch classes just to help, you know, the employees of Broward County stay healthy and, you know, be all about wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, but you asked me what's going on. You know, I'm just hype about you know, the business and how it's growing every day. Yeah. And um, I got this six-week um, shape-up that I do. And yeah. this, man, it's doing wonders to people's life. I'm building yeah. a whole community. Everybody's motivated. Everybody's working. And, you know, um, it's, it's I've been, I mean, you know, I've, I've come out for a good, solid, uh, I mean, I think I felt at the time I was very, very consistent as far as pulling up and, you know, making sure that I, uh, was on my workout tip and even doing some of your workouts that they were doing. I mean, they were very tough, high cardio. Yeah, because you remember you was like, man, I don't know if I want to do what they're doing. And then Slim came through and he was drenched yeah, and drenched. tired. He was like, word, I didn't know it was like that. No, the, def- the, the workouts were very, um, very intense. I, I, I mean, coming from like, Coming from similar injuries, we both tore our Achilles, by oh. the way. <sighs> the worst fucking I was actually injury. with you when you tore yours. No, you weren't. You didn't tear it the day we were at. Um, no, I tore it in North gym. Carolina. Really? No, I rolled my ankle that day. Okay, that's the first time I played ball with you. Yeah, and that and that's the problem with that particular injury. It's one of those injuries where it's like once that goes, like eventually that whatever you tore on, yeah. you have to really be. It's a kinetic change. Yeah, exactly. From the bottom of your foot all the way up to your hip, and you know, for me. My knees yeah. have been bad. The wear and tear on yeah. my knees. So you can work out as much as you can. But if you're not really doing your recovery, you're not mm-hmm. stretching and working on your range of motion and flexibility, anything could happen. Yeah. So, you know, in your case, you had injured your ankle maybe the year prior. No, I tore in 2016. I know I, I hooped with you after the fact. So I know like. No, you tore it. 2016. You, so we hooped. After that. We hooped after that? You sure? Yeah, it had to be because remember, I didn't play basketball until the year to the date that I tore my Achilles. So it had to be after 2017. So you had a torn Achilles when you when you rolled your ankle? No, I I came back from it. Yeah, I had a tour. But I, I mean, knee injuries, I, pull, I only pulled my hamstring on my right leg. Like, right. it's just all right side dominant now. Right. But what was like, what was the injury like? How? I mean, you were still coaching. So it everything. was like, it was, I went... And I was hooping with my brother. We was at 24-hour fitness, and we was playing like a four-on-four. So, you know, I don't have to run up and down. You know, I wasn't playing full court. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, it was like the third game, and I finished playing. I mean, I was scoring most of the points. And I remember I had to go do something. So, I was trying to hurry up and finish the game. Mm-hmm. So, it was up like 11 to like four. And I went up for a three. 
came down, pop, pop. It felt like somebody <laughs> kicked me in the, the back, back of the, the foot. foot. <laughs> Yo, I turned around to the dude that was guarding me. I'm like, bro, you really kicked me in my foot, bro? Like, really? I'm like, I mean, I knew I shouldn't have played out in this shit. He's like, bro, I didn't touch you. I'm like, what? Took that step, hit the ground. I was on the floor. <laughs> I hopped out of the gym, yo. Yo, man. You knew what it was immediately? or you just I had like, no idea. I called one of my boys to come check me. Mm. And he did, I think the, it was called the Thompson, Thompson, the Thompson, yeah, yeah, Thompson yeah. Thomas test. Yeah. And he was like, yup, completely separated. So You did surgery or you did a cast? Like five days later, I went, to, I went and got surgery. Had to. Had I wasn't going to go. I couldn't yeah. limp. I got too much work to do. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So... Um, you know, shout out to the, to my doc. You know, he got me right. That's what's up, man. So, um, the 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 Rife Fitness brand. Um, let's let's just divulge into that and like like I said, you have the six week shake up shape shape up. up that what what is this? What y'all put in this? No, no, man, it's a Patron. Bro. I'm already on that thing. Yeah, but yeah. So the shape up, man. How like how did the response? Because you've got a lot of female clients. Yeah. Shout out to your professionalism. We talk about this all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, uh, you know, and I got a lot of guys in there too, man. Yeah. Yo, honestly, no, you do. Actually, you're right. A lot yeah. of guys, a lot of guys, and they mad at me because I got, I only got yam shorts for the ladies. They want me to hurry up and get some male. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I got y'all. Take it easy. I got y'all. Yo, let's y'all. talk about Nelly, man. Let's talk about Nelly. How much did he weigh when he came to you? First of all, that's my boy. East. And I am so proud of his journey, so proud of his yeah. dedication and consistency. Um, I think Nelly down like 60-something pounds. No, how much did he, when he came in, was he like, what, two, almost touching three? Or was he over three? He was over two. He's not tall. He's like 5'10", so he looks heavier. But he's like 260 or something yeah. like that. And he's like, he he was at 197 the other day, like right before Damn. his birthday. Yeah, 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 I remember. <sighs> That's crazy. And he's just, and it's great because he's motivating a lot of people, people. man. And, uh, but, I mean, I, I watched the whole journey on your Instagram. Like, yo, the rice smoothies, the workouts, mm-hmm. he's, and then the discipline and the dedication. Like, he really wanted it. Yes, you know, and that's what it takes, man. You know, if you, you got to have the mental discipline. You say you want something, then go get it. You understand? Yeah. And, that's, and that's what I like about a lot of my clients, a lot of the mm. people in my community, because they out to get it. They want to get it done. So, yeah. you know, come along. And let's get right. No, I mean, I, I, I would like anytime you... You should put him all your promo material. You should have. You should have had a documentary on his ass. Cause dog, if he don't, if if he, people don't see that, and be like, yo, I saw what you did with with Nelly. I, I want to be a part of your program. That's why anytime I do my little fitness bars, I put mm-hmm. I put Nelly in my line. I got, I got, yeah. got it. I throw Nelly in there. Oh man. So what's up with um um? How do you keep the women motivated in your classes? Like, I know you get a lot. Cause because one thing I noticed when I work out with you, uh, you is very, the age range is very, very broad. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I see high school kids, high school girl, high school boys, and I see my grandma. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, how do, how do you, like, kind of balance and keep that the motivated? Because I know sometimes, especially with women, and I even experienced this sometimes when I first started working out, like, doing CrossFit. Like, you see yourself and you think you could do something. You see those... Freaks of nature. Mm-hmm. You see those cheat codes and just like, you know what I'm saying? How do you, as a personal trainer doing those type of group sessions, how do you like help people know, your your, your customers know like it's a, you're walking your own journey per se and it's not like a competition. Like how do you, how do you keep them motivated in that sense? No, you know, just, you know, teach them and just lead by example as well. Um, 
you know, it's just you versus you. And, you know, you really got to have a relationship with your with your clients. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when they come in, uh, we go through their assessment. They tell me their goals and we just create that program for them. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a group class, you still got what you want and we just work you know to that so, so it's a little bit of like a group workout then like say somebody want to work more on their back and shoulders because a girl likes that way she dresses she'd like to have her back out you'll mm-hmm. gear some particular workouts for her yeah her you kind of you got to know the woman body you, you know what they want they want yeah. no back fat they want a flat belly you know they want to shape up their body their butts their backside mm-hmm. their yams should i say and um you know you got to tailor the workouts to them all right, so how did you come up with Yams Wednesdays? Yams, we wanted to say something that wasn't butt, booty, ass. So, you know, them yams is, you know, will pop out whenever you see So th- is that you came up with that or you heard it somewhere or like? Actually, me and my brother. Yeah. Me and my brother came up with that one. Yeah. Gotta give yeah, him credit. Yams Wednesdays. Yeah. Yams Wednesdays be crazy. And then, you know, it's so funny because I always I always tell you, like, bro, how come every time I come work out? Mind you, I was coming to you, like, what, five? But I used to come late, though. I used to come, like, seven. But yeah. I, I come late and be like, bro, every time I come here, it's the Yams Day. It's never, no, it was never, oh, never yeah, Yams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was never Yams there ever. He never make it yet because he's not supposed to be there on Yams. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, day. but anytime I came there, was never women there, period. <laughs> it just be me and you on a two mile run. Yeah. <laughs> and this is working out in the garage. And that's what the universe does. It was your time to get right. That's all right, bro. Focus. <laughs> Let them know because people on my other podcast, shout out to Dame, and he always wanted me to invite me to work out. But I tell Dame all the time, like, bro. I'm not going to come work out if I know I'm not going to be there every single I'm not going to work out one time and know I'm not going to come back tomorrow. Yeah. I don't, I don't operate that. I operate right. like that. So I told him, like, he thinks I, he thinks my workout game is trash. He thinks I, I can't cut it. Nah. I'm like, bro, I'm a motherfucker. Just like you, he might, he's a next level athlete. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm still an athlete, bro. Right. I can motherfucking hang. Right. So I got to show up to his fucking workout this Sunday and shut shit down. <laughs> Where y'all gonna go? I think I'm available this Sunday. I want to come out. Uh, Banford, eleven a.m. Banford, Banford. I think the course, and I think the courts are still open out there. This is basketball, the basketball court, right? They have yeah, so we can just we can do a light workout, or we can go a little early, get two games in, and then uh, work out. I want to play some ball. I haven't played ball in weeks. Nah, we got the gym. We got the gym. Yeah, we got That's what coaching. I'm saying. I know, but you know, Corona, AD is allowing us to have open run. You know that type of. It's, it's Corona fucked it up for everybody. You got a green light yet for the, uh, nah, nah. For the open gym? But you know, you know when it go down, it's going down. I actually don't I want to play with nobody. I want to just go in there and get some shots. Uh, oh, we can do that. Drills. No, we can do that. We can do that. You know, we can do that. that. Be ready. We can do that. What's your tomorrow? Free the bird. Yeah, tomorrow. We, let's do it. Hit the tomorrow. Let's work out. Afternoon. Late afternoon. Come on, man. Chill out, man. I like morning shit. Morning? Come on, let's we'll talk out. We'll talk about it. Come on, man. We'll talk about it. Two hours. Sound system, everything. Crazy. Bring your speaker. All right. Mm. Slim City in yeah, the gym. Man. Yo, so I'm, I like to brag about my friends. Uh, a lot of people don't know um, Rye. He can rap. <laughs> he's a very he's one of those people that you meet in life you're like bro you do that too yeah motherfucker is like kind of like good at everything so like what, what was it like like dabbling into the music I mean let's talk about that time of your life I think that's really when I met you to be honest around that time right um so it's funny I found out that my dad was a DJ mm-hmm. he was doing his thing I heard he had he had a corny line that he used to always say so maybe that that rubbed off on me but um, you know, also my older brother, he played drums in in the church, and 
and uh, it just rubbed off on me. So I've been rapping. I I got a mixtape. You know, I done perform. I got a music video. For real? Bars. <laughs> Hold on. So it's still out there that people go get it right now. The song? Yeah. Yeah, what are you at? Streaming? Uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Only on SoundCloud? Only on SoundCloud. Come on, man. You can get money off that. You know what I mean? I just got to push it. I'm going to push it some more. I got some fitness bars for y'all. Stay tuned for it. It's not going to happen you should right do. Now. You should do fitness. I was talking to Julian the other day, and uh, he was talking about, like, he found his niche, mm-hmm. rapping about stocks. Okay. So I was like, yo, you should rap about workouts, mm-hmm. like particular workouts, mm-hmm. like a yams, a yams freestyle. Trust me. Trust about me. squats, lunges. Tuesday, y'all. On my Ride Fitness Instagram story. Come check out the freestyle. I got something for y'all. So you got something in the works? I got something We're on the same wavelength. This Tuesday, fitness bars mm. on my story. Got it? I got it. Don't let me down, bro. I believe in you. This Tuesday. <laughs> now, so, <laughs> so, so when you're working in your, in your field, like, you know, t- t- typically, stereotypically, the people say you have a whole job, a thought job. You're a personal trainer, barbers, host, MCs, DJs. Those are whore jobs. How do you fight the stereotype? Oh, man, I'm a businessman, you know, like you don't even think of it like that. I'm really out here to help people. people I know, but have you lost clients because you wouldn't fuck them? You know, I don't even know if I've even come across that, honestly, because I don't really pay attention to that. You know, right, right. I remember you're my friend. Right. You're my friend. Stop it. You got a lot of me. You remember that biggie line. Don't get high on your own supply. So you don't even put that in your mind. You want to track that, honestly. So you're telling me no girl ever try to like holler at you, nothing like that in that nature. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds weird, don't it? No, it don't. I feel like you're lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if you've been in a relationship since you've been a personal trainer, but how was it like being in a relationship and being a personal trainer, being around those women? Like, how did you like, as a man, and, it's, and as a man in the, in the type of lifestyle you live, how do you feel like the best way to, you know, give the confidence to your woman that, you know, I'm I'm for you and only you. I mean, relationships is about communication. Mm-hmm. And as men, you're supposed to lead. So, you know, have that conversation with your lady. Whatever profession you have, you know, I think if you have that conversation, it could be an understanding and there won't be that conflict. Grown man thing. Big Bro, man thing. Big man thing. Street. I don't know, man. Big man thing. I mean, I just see certain things in life. I'm like, bro, I can never do that because I know me. <laughs> so I'm not even going to put myself in a situation to even, for that to even come into anything. I don't even want to work out with no women, none yeah. of that shit, because I don't even want none, no, no uh, type of like, oh, well, he would, nah, don't even put me in that situation. Shout out to, and, and that's crazy about CrossFit because like one thing about CrossFit, like women in there, you know, all right, women, women, come, women come to that gym women, anything and any, everything. Everything. It's crazy. But one thing I noticed about CrossFit, like you, you acknowledge it, but the workouts be so fucking intense. You need to worry about it. You thinking like, am I gonna die today? <laughs> <laughs> like legit. I remember even working out with you. Sometimes I'd be, I forget. I'm not saying every time, but women were there, and some of them are attractive. But by the time you like after your first set of your first round, you're like, yo, fuck, how many much I got left? Right, right. I just want right. to go home. You know, you worry about die, that. We all dying together in the gym. Right. You worry about the facial expression you've been making, the noises yeah. you probably made. Yeah. You ain't even, you know, yeah. thinking about that. But it's, it's that's funny, though. That's yeah. funny. What's next for Rock Fitness? Listen, six-week shape-up, y'all. 
You're going to get shaped up in six weeks. You get your whole meal plan. You get a community of people to help you out. Full motivation. And you get to, you learn how to work out. So when you say get a whole meal plan, you give them like, yo, these are the recipes that you should do for six weeks. Like a whole six week of meals they can rotate. Or like how does that break down? So. Because I, I feel like the working out is not the hardest part. It's the eating. Right. It's, I mean, if you really look at it, nutrition is probably like 70% of the the task. You know, if you could work out as much as you want, but if you're not going to eat certain things, if you're not having a smoothie, you're not adding fruits, you're not having a salad, drinking water, your body not going to get chiseled. Your body, you're not going to lose the belly fat. Mm-hmm. So, you know, got to eat right. I'm all for the dad boss 2020, 2021 and beyond. Like, I don't need a six pack. I'm a father. Mm. If I'm a good father. I don't have time to work out and get a six pack. That's how I see it. Because I'm too busy being a good father. Good father. <laughs> <laughs> but, listen. Nah, but hey, but real, real talk though, like, I mean, I, I don't have, never had one. I've always aspired to be one, have one one day. But I was like, no, nah, bro. Like, my concept is like, I never, any workout that I've ever done and the weight that I've ever lost, I've never changed my diet. The only things that I've changed my eating habits, eating habits while I work out. So, that's things. why I was getting on you. I don't mean to cut you off, but that's yeah. why I had got on you. I'm like, yo, Slim, your name is Slim, first of all. Second of all, why? you? I see you working out about six months straight. Why you still got the dad belly, the dad bod, you know? So that explains it. You know, you didn't want to change your diet. I didn't, nah, food's too good for me. <laughs> I love food, bro. It's just too delicious. Now, now I didn't, I did like say, for example, like say, like I'm, I'm a, like I'm a realist. I know I'm not gonna stop doing something, mm-hmm. but I know how I can control it. So like, when I was working out in North Carolina, crazy five, six days a week, I only I stopped eating fast food. I stopped eating after eleven o'clock. I um, water all my meals. If I had like, I only eat eat soda when I had my cheat day. So Fridays was like my cheat day. Yeah. I only had Jamaican food one time a week and P- Fridays was like either Jamaican food or Popeyes. Mm. And like the weight was just dropping off crazy fast. The energy was up. You know, the smoothie game was crazy, yeah. you know. I, but I mean, it it was just like a drastic change by making minor like minor. the most little smallest alteration to my diet had like crazy results. <sighs> So I, I try to tell people that it's, I'm not even going to tell them like, Yo, you got to stop this, stop that. Hey, bro, just instead of three times a week, maybe just one time a week. One time a week. And you still get that, you know, even pork. Man, I don't fucking love pork. I love bacon. Man. <laughs> God damn it. I love fucking bacon. Yeah. But and pork. But I know like I'm 35 now. It ain't going to fall off like it used to. So I was like, I don't need pork. I can tell you how many times I had jerk pork this year or last year in 2020. Yeah. Less than five times in a whole year. Really? That's tough. Especially so, this pork in America, man. You gotta yeah. watch out for what they Yeah, what pork, they America mean. pork. Like, now, Jamaica pork. If I was in Jamaica, I eat pork every day. It's every not day. the same. Every day. It's not the same as here, but. I eat anything in Jamaica. I mean, it just goes right down, yeah. you know, and it's like you're not eating nothing at all. Definitely. It's something I want to invite you to, though. What's up? April 3rd. April we, 3rd. We got Fit Drip. Fit Drip. Fit Drip. That we with the dancing shit? The dance, my Come on, dance man. You class. Know I, you know I can't dance. The dance class, but I want your voice there because <laughs> it's going to be crazy, you know, and it's something that you, 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 you definitely would enjoy. 
So, you know, I got the hottest instructors in Broward going to be there. And then we got a couple performances as well. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a whole fun two hours of, you know, dancing. How can they sign up for that? Or is it a pre-register type of thing? It's going to be a, the pre-register link is coming out. They're going to they're gonna, um, register on Eventbrite. Mm-hmm. Um, Flyer is going to come out. I'm actually sharing it with you first. I bet. You know you got my saying? support. I'm sharing. So it's, Swipe it's up link. April 3rd, Fit Drip, y'all. Fit drip. Is that the one you did like I want to say about a month ago or end of last year? COVID, COVID slowed stuff down. So, but you did you did a work you did a a workout dance one like last and towards oh yeah 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 Uh, we teamed up with uh, Lisa. Uh, She's a great dancer, a Uh great Zumba instructor. We did one. in Coral Springs the other day, it was awesome. It was a it was a couple of us actually, but no, it wasn't that one. Fit drip. I, I've been holding off on it because of COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're taking this one outside. Yeah, man, but it's Miami, bro. Nobody in Miami believes in COVID. No one in South Florida thinks COVID is real. <laughs> we outside, bro. We never quarantined. Right. Listen, I've never, ever, ever stopped going out from yeah. the day the pandemic. I remember March 16 was the last party I hosted right before the pandemic, quote-unquote pandemic hit, was at King of Diamonds. Right. And like, that was the last... And they kind of shut everything down for a while, but bro, I never stopped going out. I knew about the the speakeasies, the back room, the the warehouse strip clubs, yeah. all that was still on and popping. And to this day, shout out everybody that messaged me on Instagram and asked me how I ain't get COVID yet. Stop <laughs> wishing that type of negativity in my life, but I don't appreciate that shit. Yeah, but, but you know, you know, we got to. I got. Yeah. I got to be careful because you know we got. Uh, I got like you said. I got my older population. I got yeah. the younger population. Yeah, so definitely. you know, it COVID has affected a lot of people. So. You know, just try to be a little bit safe with it. So that's why we're going to take it outside. Make sure everybody mm-hmm. got their mask on. Yeah. Got, the, got the hand sanitizer popping out there. So, you know, that's what we're going to do. Fit drip. You fit drip. So, oh, and crazy. this is going to be out. You have a location already? Or? I have the location, but yeah. we can't share the location yet. You know, it's, it's, it's that type of thing. It's off air? Crazy. Off air. Off Man, air. you wild, bro. <laughs> All right. What are some, like, uh, common misconceptions that about... What's like probably the biggest misconception? I'm going to ask you about a particular thing. I was on TikTok the other day and I was looking at some uh, some muscle lifting thing. They're interviewing a lot of like bodybuilders and things like that. They were talking about deadlifts, how deadlifts are like stupid. It all depends on... The, I heard like multiple theories about the actual deadlift movement. If like mm-hmm. you're not a deadlift lifter and that's not what you do specifically, I'm like... You're just not seeing that exercise done anywhere. I mean, deadlift is a great exercise for your back. Okay, if you want a a, a a nice strong back, you know, you throw your deadlifts in there. You could, you know, you can, you know, your legs are your strongest part of your yeah. body. So, so all my fellas and the big girls, just make sure, yeah, huh? Make sure, big girls, make sure you got to get on that deadlift. Right, saying, don't lie to me. Right, don't lie to me. You're being too political, I don't like that shit, because then you have personal <laughs> conversation. What's the heaviest woman you ever had sex with? The heaviest? Yeah. The weight, or you want to know wait. the name? Nah, wait, wait. I didn't wear. But you, was she over 250? Probably not. Damn. <laughs> I've definitely had sex with somebody Probably with no turtle. But no, I had... It was I lit, had, though. That was crazy. Yeah. It was nuts? It was nuts. I had one that was really tall. You know, it was really awkward and weird for me. What's tall, like... Um, they're like six three, yo. The ooh, yeah, I had a sex with girl with six three. Oh, six three, six one, five ten. Yeah, I want, I want to make a super baby. So like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not dating women. No, I'm not dating a woman seriously under five eight. So you going for number two? 
I mean, I mean, with the mistakes that I've made, you know, in the first situation, you know, I would never want to make those you know, learning as a man. Yeah. Learning from my that. mistake. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, Ray, <laughs> do you mind? <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to this X-Ray. Shout out to Ray, the GOAT. Um, yeah, I just, you know, you know, me having a father, my father, part of my everyday life. I would tell people this all the time. One of the biggest... <laughs> failures of my life was like you know not being the father to my daughter that my father was to me i always felt like that's like a it, it just but why do you feel that way because you know my dad yo my dad as old school miserable jamaican old nigga as that is i had to look at look back and say yo this shit crazy like my dad used to get me dressed for school every day wake me up made took me to all my practices because my mom was a nurse RA you know those shifts could be crazy they tore our shifts 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. 7 p.m. to like it could be whatever you know what I'm saying so like my dad was doing a lot of the things if you you're, not gonna, mi- you're st- not gonna mix that that's straight liquor at the top are you serious she's trying to kill me bro you know I'm a lightweight <laughs> Chris are not ready <laughs> so like you know I, I just I just always felt like you know I don't know. I just never felt like, damn, I can't even be the father to my, like, it just, it's just one of those things. It, I don't know. It just fucks with me in my mind. And I just feel like I was, I mean, when you're, when you, when you, you live so far from your kids, your yeah. child, like, I just never feel like I'm doing enough or I'm not doing, I just never feel like, like the father that I want to be that I know I can be. I just feel like I can't be that for my daughter. And it just like tears me up, even though I, in, in retrospect, I might be doing an amazing job. Trust me, Slim, your daughter knows who her daddy is, mm-hmm. the way she looks at you, the way she feels when she's around. She remembers yeah. everything that you do for her and she will know um, the, the the hard work that you put yeah. in to, to, to help raise your child and Honestly, bro, your time is your time is coming. So yeah, I hope so. I look forward to it. You know, what I mean, I'm a very realist about my daughters. You know, I know, I know. People say like, you know, if you are gallus, I'm a bag gal, a daughter, yeah, I get. But you know, everybody knows me. I lo- I want a son just for my own last name and legacy. Gotta have a junior or something. You know what I'm saying? But I low key wanted a daughter. Like secretly in the back of my mind, in my heart of hearts, I wanted I wanted a daughter. Yeah. I did, man. I was nervous. You know, I was nervous. I didn't know. I, I know I wanted a son first. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because, you know, we got to yeah. get a gun. Yeah. We got to watch him. Yeah. We got to do all We got to do all type yeah. of stuff with the daughter because yeah. we know the game. Yeah, facts. You know, so that's some scary stuff, some heartache that we're not going to feel. Yeah. But it is what it is. I mean, I, I've, I've made it up in my mind. I talk crazy to my friends. We talk crazy you know, as men, stereotypical men. But, you know, I... I um. I pride myself on not being a helicopter parent as a father as far as like, don't do this and don't do that. When I'm out with my daughter, I let my daughter kind of go and figure things out on her own. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm always watching from a distance, mm-hmm. but I, I let my daughter make mistakes. And I let her kind of resolve those little childhood issues at the playground, at the park, at the water park. I kind of let her figure things out. Because kids will figure things out. Yeah. It's just human nature that they will. But I refuse to be the smothering parent. I would give my daughter all the free game in the world. But, you know, I'm going to tell all the secrets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to lay that foundation down. And after that, it's kind of like, you know, it's on you. Yeah. You ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? But I'm going to be there to support her at the end of the day and, you know, guide her down. Hopefully she sees the way that, you know, I treat my future wife if I have one. Yeah. The love that I extend to her. And hope I just hope that, you know, I'm able to, like, just be an incredible 
impactful person on her life in her in her older years. And she is. She has you in her. So yeah, that's that ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a woman like a daddy, dog. Right? Ain't gonna lie to you, dog. Nah, she gonna be impactful. She gonna yeah. really use her voice yeah. to really reach folks and yeah. and get right. Yeah. I mean, um, you know. What about you, man? Your daughter's full of like. Your daughter full of. Your daughter's listen, smart too, man. Listen, Fuck. Like, and I just you know I spoil her. Yeah. I spoil the shit out of her. I don't give a goddamn. You know what I mean? She is my pride and joy. You know, I just make sure, you know, when she's making a mistake, I, under- I let her understand why she, you know, why you did was wrong, you know, you know, and, uh, you know, and just spoil her. Does she want to play ball? She's nice. I was teaching my class the other night. And um, my brother had her dribbling the basketball mm-hmm. around the two cones. And I'm like, what the fuck? I almost stopped the class because yeah. I wanted to watch my daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. another thing, too. Like, I feel like because I'm not there all the time, like, she's not going to play ball. But she did mention volleyball the other day. Uh, I was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck, something. I want to, but I really want her to, like, do everything. But I know sometimes, you know, it's easier said than done. You know, her mom is there and, you know, you got to have that support system when you want to do your kids to do extracurricular activities. Because so, a lot of times they think, especially in the young years, it's not a money thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of a time thing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and, and my, my, the mother, my daughter and myself, I mean, relationship, you know, uh, private conversations that grown exponentially and we're in a, a completely different place and a better place. And there's always room to get better. Yeah. And, you know, just not even even as a, a baby father, you know, even the fact that I'm not there to be the 100 percent support system that I want to be from her and her mother. Yeah. You know, it just that too bothers me because yeah. like anybody can send somebody some bread, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, when I'm when she's having a long day or my daughter's being stressful and I'm not there to like, just, you know, hey, yo. Send you deserve, come. yeah, yeah man. Send her, and I come get her, and you, you deserve this. Yeah. Like any, any break that her, her mom gets, or any, she deserves it, man. She, yeah. she, she's an incredible mother, yeah. and I never discredit her. And the life that she gives my daughter is just, I'm lucky because you know a lot of niggas I haven't been with, with way worse, Bruh. You know, what I mean, me and her have been through them struggle pains, but at the end of the day, I always told her, like, look, me and you don't go to agree on shit, and we have. Gone to war, yeah. crying and all that bullshit. But yo, the life that you give my daughter and that we give our daughter, and uh, she's predominantly more with you. But I'm just grateful for it and the foundation that her and her family lays down for her is just incredible. She's in a good place. She yeah. like she's in, you know, yeah, she's yeah. in a good space. So you know, like I said. It's going, your time is coming. Your time is coming. Cause you the daddy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you the man. daddy, man. Damn, well, that's crazy. Like, I we know, daddies right? out here. It's so weird. I was looking at my daughter the other day. My daughter is like this tall already. Five yeah. years old. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. I got all her clothes were small the other day. Mm-hmm. I had to go shopping for buying her new stuff. It was cold huge, the other day. Man. <sighs> fucking huge. That's why they gotta play ball. And, and she, she has and to she play cur- volleyball. And you know what bothers me? She curvy. Uh-oh. I hate that shit. Deep down inside, I can't control it. But I'm like, fuck. I think my daughter gonna be thick. Yeah, I don't think my my daughter my daughter probably shaped like my mom. I don't think she's she shaped like her mom. It's gonna be crazy. I know, though. I'm not ready for that. Yeah, I know. But I like. <sighs> I don't like it. I, mm. I don't like. I don't want to feel that. You know. I, I, it's weird. Like the the, the complexity <laughs> of like. <laughs> Cause no mother ever said I don't want my son to have a a, a, a big dick. <laughs> yeah, 
No, real G shit. Like, let's let's look at it like if we're going to be adults about a certain shit. No mother was like, yeah, I want my son when he get older to have a little, uh, 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 not to have a big dick. But fathers, you're like, I don't want my daughter. I want my daughter to be beautiful. But at the same time, do I want my daughter to have a fucking dragon a wagon? Yeah. Nah, I don't. But, we would never say that. Yeah. Ever. It's just, it's just, what do you call it? It's just different. We treat, you yeah, know, men, double men standard. and women. Yeah, double it's standard. Weird. It exists for a reason. <laughs> Has no, no. to be. Hey, hey, bro, pick a car real quick. Hold on, let me Uh-oh. see. You gotta answer the fucking question. Should too. I be Sorry. drinking more for yeah, this? Yeah, take a sip. Pick a car, bro. So this is a slim tripping moment right now. Slim tripping moment. All right, boom, boom. Check it. Pass it, pass it, pass it. All right. Read you the question. Got to answer it. All right. If you could pick one country to run, what would it be? What country would you run? Jamaica. Oh, so you're going to be a corrupt politician? I'm going to change the What thing you would change about Jamaica? First of all, in the... <laughs> Where do you start? <laughs> Where do I start? Yeah. I just my mind just ran through a whole bunch of things. But um, you know, get your land back, man. Just you land know, back. get your land yeah, back. Yeah, I agree. Man. I agree. I and I would I would land and definitely find a way to get back air Jamaica because that was like Soul plane. Yeah. I mean the fact that Trinidad owns us is and that as retrospect is crazy. Shout out my Trinities. Slim trying to get right. you going, y'all. I'm trying, trying to get wild. me going. All right, so, Slim tripping. Ooh, this is a good one. If you had to watch one category of porn for the rest of your life, what would it be? I already know my answer to this one. If you had to watch one category of porn for the rest of your life, what would it be? Let's try to get interesting here. What? Can I ask a question? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> all right, all right, go ahead. Beat around the bush, bro. Go ahead. What? What? Uh, Let's say race doesn't have porn. Like, what? Like what you or, mean? Or Eskimos, maybe? Like Eskimos? No, there's like, like a like a when you go on the beach and meet, bro, because that girl ain't takes you back. You know what I'm saying? What do you search on Pornhub that's gonna get? You know what I'm saying? Probably some Latin booty. Latin booty. Latin girls. Latin girls. Probably some Latin girls. Yeah, I go. I go to the 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 facial compilations. That's my go to. Let <laughs> So that's my just, go-to. So you just want to explode on their facial. <laughs> that's, what I, that's my go-to. <laughs> I just think because like, it, it's something I never get to do. So I want to see something like I don't get to do. So like women are not openly saying, Slim, bust on my face. So, you know, I got to live through somebody else. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, I'm going to be like, bro, why you did that, y'all? I don't know why you even put me in that situation. Listen up, man. Hey, right. So. Dating for you, like when it comes to dating for you, looking for a woman, what are, what are some things you look for? Um, uh, you know, I like personality. Um, of course, the looks, and um, you know, maybe just uh, let's just stick to those two. You know, personality. Bro, stop it, man! You give me that. You give me political shit. Don't <laughs> give me that shit, bro. Um, you, you give me bullshit, right? Uh, yeah, you, don't feel like, you, don't on, feel, you don't feel like that? Personality. Everybody wants personality and looks. So what are you talking about, dog? <laughs> <laughs> right, what's up? What's all right? So for a woman, what's a pet peeve for a woman? I, One thing that's a deal breaker, like, bro, we can't do this. I can't take somebody who just don't take care of themselves. You know, a lot of these women out here not taking care of themselves. Why your hair looking like that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why your nails not done yet? And some of these chicks be acting like they got dudes. Why that dude ain't do your nails? You know what I'm saying? So you out here paying for, get, for women to get their nails done? No, I tell them to get their nails done. Like, that's <laughs> 
You wild. <laughs> no, but and ladies, and granny wait, 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 wait. Let's let's be clarify. Like when we say our, our, your hair done and, and your nails done, we're not talking about going down to to the nail spa or or going to the salon. We're just talking about just being well kept. Yeah. You know, nails trimmed, hair done, being presentable Everything at all times. Everything did. Take yeah. care of yourself. You say, yeah. you say you're a big woman. You say you're grown. You say you're independent. Why aren't you keeping yourself up? Uh-huh. Over, over, you know, 21 years old. You know what I hate? I hate when, like, I hate, and this is something about being tall. I hate when I'm out <laughs> and I'm like, you, cause I can see on the top of everybody's head, most mm-hmm. women's heads. And so it's like... When I see the netting of the wigs, I'm, oh my god! It's tough. It's really tough for me. I, 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 my, my thing is like I don't mind seeing that. My problem is that you're out with your friends, so that means your friends allow this to happen. So that means are they really your friends? Yeah. It's one thing is you went out by yourself and you're looking kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, bet. You didn't look in the mirror before you came out. You're rushing in and out. But the fact that you said, I want to go to this place where people are going to be and I want to look like this. Yeah. It's like, what are your friends like? Who was around you? Like, what the fuck? I hate that. And that's one of my pet peeves, too. Like, how you got your homegirl out here with boogers in her eyes and, and, yeah. and bad breath and you ain't telling her that? Or y'all not both setting up the dentist appointment to see if yeah. got some halitosis or something yeah. going on. You know what I'm saying? Is that I a mean, friendship? No, that, like... That, that, yeah. It's not my friend if you let, you got me out here looking ashy and you ain't telling mm-hmm. me, yo, right, your, your shit looking ashy right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, I can't even deal with you because it's birds of a feather flock together. You, yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's I, I don't know why women uh, do that because I, I'm not saying all women, but majority of women are just when it comes to those little particular situations it's just like the support is not there yeah they don't care about each other people don't be caring about each other yeah so like the remote please look at that she's stressing your back do not hurt Ray the what oh your beads oh come on the dance rock girl we raw out here just hit any button it'll pop right back up there you go man shout out my boy Nari Nova alumni right there Nari Thomason running for uh, commissioner C3 in Miramar that's my girl Uh, who's that right next to her Uh, Clea Roden she graduated here after me at Nova High School and she's a lawyer, personal injury lawyer. Oh, yeah? You might need a link with her, actually. Yeah. For clients and things like that. Yeah. Then that'll be a good Therapy. One. I got you. Simple thing, simple thing. Got my boy Julian on there. Shout out my dog Julian. Yes, sir. My man, man. Of course. Day. Wow. Yeah, you know, you know, you know that t- uh, Troy, T. Pendel? Where? No. I know. I know the plank, comedian, YouTuber. This man used to be a substitute teacher back when Kodak was in school. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to do some real stories, tell them about T. Pendel. Hilarious. And that's just another, like, it wasn't for Julian. You know, I would never met T. Mm. Pendel. He played football at FAU. He's from, like, D.C. area, Baltimore area. And Anika, she's also from, uh, that's the first politician I interviewed. I don't want to interview politicians because, you know, that's something I know nothing about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anytime I can learn some random shit, you know, it's, it's dope. It's interesting. We got Damo Uglass up there. That boy training. That boy naked on the, on the ground, dog. We got to find a good picture of me. But I got you. Yeah. You going to send me one? I got to pick one on my own. You going to pick one on your own and I'm going to tell you if I like it. No, I'm not doing that, bro. I'm not doing that. See, got right there? No, nah, just send me one and that'd be that, bro. See, you getting light skin on me. No disrespect <laughs> to light skin people, but you getting light skin on me, man. So what else you want to shout out before you get out? Like, this. Yeah. Facts. So, right, let's just wrap this up. Like, promo yourself. 
Get some things you want to get off your chest. Are you going to keep talking? It don't really matter to me. I ain't got I shit mean, to do. I mean, we vibing. Uh, what time is it? I don't know. It's the uh, next day. It's the next day. We good. Um, yes, man. I just appreciate you uh, having me on here, man. You know, being able to talk to your people and, you know, really let everybody know what we on. You know, the community has to, you know, think more about health and wellness. And, um, you know, I'm just happy to be the pillar of that. Um, you guys can find me at ridefitness.com. I'm at I'm on all the platforms, but if you really want to connect with me, hit me up on Instagram. I like Instagram. You know, my boy telling me I need to get on TikTok and just know. to just to um build a brand. I think TikTok is very for me. What I'm getting from it is for like there's just a lot of information and a lot of things that I I learn from there that I apply and I'm like, oh shit, this shit really works. Yeah. So, what do you think about Clubhouse? Uh, I'm. I mean, I used to moderate a lot of stuff as far as radio and music and things like that, curate AR type shit. But I'm about to more have more fun. People need to say I need to create a room. A lot of people reach out to me for a lot of shit. I don't know. Let's just get on there and talk some shit. Yeah, we, we, could, we, we could. We could do each other. We could do your page and then we could do my page. You know what I'm saying? Your page where you gonna you know have fun. No, I'm reckless. You know, I'm, I'm reckless everywhere I go. That's the problem. You don't like that, but you know I'm reckless everywhere I go. You know, and then you are gonna get on my page and we are gonna talk about how you hated your workout, but you did a goddamn good job at it, and you feel real good. No, about I love it. it, but I let me start. I don't like working out. I working out because I have to. Yeah. I need to. So mm-hmm. I like to be somewhat physically attractive to women. So mm-hmm. I have no choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I get rich, then I'll just get fat as fuck and not give two fucks. Yeah. And uh, but until then, yeah, they gotta do some pushups. <laughs> they gotta run around a little bit. Couple, couple you know, jumping jacks. Yeah, plank, some, yeah or plank or two. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? But I lo- I love uh, what I love about working out. I tell people I love the struggle. I love breaking through. I love reaching the next level. Yeah. I love the community, the energy that you know CrossFit and also working out at Europe. That's why I just drive. It's eleven pounds. I drive to fucking North Lauderdale. Forty minutes to come work out with your boy, like four or five times a week. Yeah, that's how you know he like working out. He yeah. do like so. Don't listen to nothing he's saying. That man love working out. That man is a workaholic. Yeah. Workoutaholic. But Dame be hating. Dame and English be hating. You know what I'm saying? But I bet he got that endurance though. Oh yeah, he wanna run with your boy. And I and I have a very uh <laughs> I have a very strong like mindset in the sense of like, you know, my mind will not my mind will not quit on me. Yeah. Mentally I'll get through anything. I mean the actual the physical work is the to me is the easy part. Yeah. But you know, the the mental is, you know. That's what's really gets you through the next level. Absolutely. You know, but, have that mental discipline, you know, you'll get a lot further in this life. And you, you hold you hold on to that. That's why you are of this top tier, you know, <laughs> level of people. You know what I'm saying? Still trying to get there, bro. We almost there. Let me pull out one of these questions for you though. I'm oh about, yeah? I'm about to, I think All it's right, gonna be it. the first time somebody Just throw something out got there. got slim tripping. I'm with the shits, bro. People understand. I don't ask for any, any fucking thing. I don't give a fuck. So this is slim turn, y'all. All right. All right. Which celebrity that everyone thinks is hot do you disagree about? Oh, uh, fuck. Um, who do I think is hot that everybody thinks is bad? They like Lori. They like Megan. They like no nah, Megan. Megan that bitch. You like that? That that been that bitch. Been that bitch. She five like she like five eleven, bro. <laughs> Probably taller than that. Yeah. No, she not. She not a six. She not a six footer. No. She not a six footer. A big woman. Bottom yeah, her. She she not a six footer. Uh, 
Who you disagree about that everybody love right now? No. She's, uh, she's sexy. Nah. Uh, I, I don't know, though. You know, honestly, I don't really be no homo, but I don't really be looking at women like that in the sense of like... <laughs> No, like I don't slim tripping. No, I'm gonna tell you why. Because this man been telling me I've been politically correct. No, no, I'm gonna no, no, let me tell you why. Because I don't follow like a lot of like the minute women are like you know, like really showing their bodies on Instagram. I don't follow those pages. Yeah, you unfollow. Them? So I don't. I don't have like unless I have some dancers that I know personally. Yeah, because I know you personally, but I don't follow random women on Instagram because they're they're naked. Mm, you know what I mean? But I really don't have a question for that. I answer for that at all. I don't I can't even think of anybody. I got another. Give me, part give me, yeah, yeah. Hope you ain't leave that one in the stack. Well, let them in the stack. Bottom. All right. Sorry, y'all. Who would you want to represent you in a trial by combat? Oh, trial by combat? Ooh, if I had one person to fight for my life in a trial by combat mm, that I know personally, uh, I would say Michael Williams Jr. He's a up-and-coming boxer out of North Carolina. He got them hands? He got them motherfucking hands, bro. Yeah? Yeah, he, uh, they booked me to be his ring announcer, like his intro guy. So when I was working in Fayetteville at Fox 99, I was booked to his fights, but that motherfucker got them things. <laughs> and he's uh, trained uh, by Roy Jones. Bro. Oh, really? Yeah, Roy Jones. Bro, Roy, Roy Jones Roy was my Jones. favorite ba- boxer. So he hit the, he did, I'm going to send you some clips. He like he was in a fight one time. This is a video clip crazy. Like he he got hit and he faked it. Mm. Oh, I'm hurt, I'm hurt. And he popped up and bah, 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 knock out. Got him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> got yeah. him. And he a young cat, man. And he and he fights above his weight class and everything. All right, let's do some more. So you have Michael fight for your life. Yeah, Michael Williams Jr. the boss. Somebody I know that in real life because they used to say, "Oh, here's your motherfucking Mike Tyson." With the warm up, how fast could you throw a fastball on the MLB? I don't like that one. That's whack. I'm trying to have Slim tripping, y'all. Nah, I'm a wild boy. I'm going to ask you a question if I don't like the next one. All right, go ahead, dog. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> <You hang me. laughs> what is the one food you can eat for the rest of your life? Bacon. Bacon? Bacon. Bacon? Come on, another one, bro. Easy. 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 I'm just giving you the card, right, man. Yeah. Oh, answer, answer, answer this one. If you could have one person narrate or do play-by-play of you having sex... Who would it be? Oh man! If I could have one person, nah, I'll do. Uh, I'm gonna say I would do. Uh, fuck, what's her name? Name again? Oh man. Um, probably. Uh, who who would you be slapping on there? I probably do. Um, play by play. Uh I do. I do the broadcast boys. The rich broadcast boys. Nah, you know the cats that um they 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 went for House of Highlights, the broadcast boys. Okay. So what they do is how they got popping was, and I want to do this too. By the way, I'm gonna it's their idea. They came up with it the first time I ever saw, it, but I'm gonna do it because I know I'd be good at it. They uh pull up to random courts, open courts, free runs at the park, yeah. And they set up like speakers, microphones, and they just start doing play by play. I think I saw something like that. Yeah. Some boys on YouTube, they, they funny as I hell. I would do. I would let them do that. That should be funny as fuck. And I follow him on TikTok. To answer that question, though, yeah. I'll probably make the All-State guy do play All-State? Play. That should be funny. Yeah. I was thinking about... Uh, um, Ryan, he dives in. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking the first person that came to my mind originally was... Uh, oh, my God. Brain, I just had a shot. It was not, not State Farm. 
What kind of voice he got? Not State Farm. Uh, what? Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Morgan, yeah, Freeman? Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His deep yeah, ass yeah. voice. One more. All right, all right. Get the fuck up out of here. All right, read that motherfucker. If you could only watch one actor's movie for the rest of your life, who would it be? Uh, one actress movie for the rest of my life. Scarlett Johansson. No, no, I'm lying. Uh, what's the white girl in uh, uh, Sparrow, Red Sparrow, and she was also in the movie Joy. Give me somebody look that up. If y'all don't, if y'all don't know, Slim has watched every movie that has ever been made to I'm man. I'm a movie fucking junkie. All right. Movie if you're gonna junkie. date Slim, make sure you're ready to watch a goddamn movie. All right. Netflix and chill. Cinemax and chill. Yeah. You got HBO, it, HBO, it, HBO, it, HBO Max. It's gonna and be. Still it's gonna be more. Chill. It's gonna be no chill and more like that. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> everything Jennifer she, Lawrence. Everything she's in. What does she look like? Let me see what she look like. Oh, Katniss Everdeen. Katniss oh, Everdeen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's a sexy white girl. Yeah. That's a sexy white girl. That's her acting, choice. her acting is fucking amazing. Mm, no, but she's a better actor. Oh yeah, yeah. She, like she kind of look like a mockingbird on that. No, but the problem <laughs> with Angela Jolie, she's very typecasted, so she play only play one type of role. So seeing seeing Jennifer Lawrence p- go from you know Katniss Everdeen to playing the, the chicken Joy, mm-hmm. then playing a Russian spy in uh, Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow was a shit. Like you know, when she had that one, she had this one scene when she was like, nah, like like the guy had brought her up to the like they had a. All right, so her, this nigga pretty much trying to fuck her in the shower. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, because in the Russian spy, they had, like, you know, unisex showers. So there was a scene where he tried to, she tried to, he tried to, like, kind of run up on her and, like, fuck her. And she, like, beat his ass. <laughs> so she came in the room the next day and was like, take her. And, and he, first thing he did was bend her over. Mm. And the nigga, because that's the easy way out. Mm. But she was like, nah. She turned around like, face me. Like, face to face, do some fuck shit with your dick on, like, and he couldn't do it. So I think that was a very intense scene, and, and it's a, it was a big scene because, you know, she doesn't do new seasons like that. That was, like, mm-hmm. her first full new scene, but the acting on that shit was next level, and she just one of those. But I would tell, if, if, I, if I would recommend a Jennifer Lawrence movie to everybody to watch, Joy. Joy? Joy. Very inspiring. True story. I just want y'all to know that I finally finished my drink, y'all. That's your first drink? This the first drink. That boy, hey, you, you, you capping. You capping. Ah. What I owe you for this Patron? Oh, my God. Yeah. Slim. I she think I'm feeling. What was this, Patron? Yeah. Patron and Red She got a full-time boy, job. Y'all. I ain't getting her no money, bro. She got I know. It. She good. That's Black R. Woman. Black woman independent. They hold a man down. You don't need a man for my shit. My dog already. <laughs> we got a good. <laughs> yeah. I'll go find her. I like, don't be, don't be all Beyonce and Rihanna, and then all of a sudden, don't switch up now. <laughs> nah, girl, I heard you listen to Beyonce and Rihanna. Don't ask me for nothing. What's up with, what's up with, um, you know, how you feel about the after effects of that in the, the independent song for women? You know, because now it's like, what, 20 years later? I'm a, uh, I think it fucked them up. Listen, listen, let me t- let me shut this shit down right now. This is one statement. And, 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 I, and, I, and I tell people this, like, and, and, uh, and, and the coronavirus, the pandemic, proved this more than anything. People, humans, naturally, human nature says, listen, I don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be alone. I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck what you got going on, your personality, your fucking zodiac sign. I don't give a fuck. 
Nobody wants to be alone. No. You know what I'm saying? I feel like and Beyonce was saying, yeah. Um, yeah, go get your bag. You know what I'm saying? And then bring your bag. And we now you got your 100. We got my yeah, 100. Now we got 200. The but they, the, they took it as. No, the problem with Beyonce and those making those type of messages, like, you're not Beyonce. <laughs> you don't. You live a completely they different went, life. They went independent and now they're yeah. sitting there lonely. And, and like, and I tell women all the time, like, yeah, the one thing that w- men have over women is time. Mm. Women have to about the first period till about forty to really. You gave them to a forty. Forty. That's pushing it. Yeah, that's pushing it to really, in a societal traditional world, have the most value. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. But men. Men out here fucking and nothing and, and having kids till they sixties. Mm-hmm. Everything after forty niggas is a high risk is a high risk pregnancy. Yeah. So that's one advantage. Men have the time. Women don't have as much time as men. Yeah. Is it fair? No. But these things are the way they are because of the way they are, and the double standard is in place because it is what it is. Right. Double standards help affect men in a positive way and a negative, and the same for women. It affects women in a, in a positive way and a negative way. Right. Now, do I believe that women majority have the upper hand? Yes, I do. But guess what, ladies? You might pick your boyfriend, but you best believe you do not pick your husband. Mm-hmm. Your husband picks you. Yeah. We got a lot of head shaking yes in here, y'all. So you can live this life, and you, you can live. You can be real hot, real hot girl shit. Yeah. You can have your OnlyFans. You yeah. can you can you can be a hot girl. You can be a city girl. Yeah. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, no matter what you say, if you if you aspire to be, you know, a wife, a wife. Uh, a, a life, not even. We're not even gonna say life. Life, wife. Part. No, no, wife? we're not gonna say wife because mm. that's too easy. Because even if you have a life partner, you, you you have to conduct yourself a certain way. Yeah. Because men and women, both sides, are just not putting up with certain shit. We're gonna say life partner because I know niggas ain't putting up with certain shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of those niggas that do. You know, earlier we were recording earlier, and Chris made a comment. Well, you know, he's on Instagram and you see girl, you like the girls with the fat ass, the fake butt, the fake this, the fake. Like I done told her, listen, don't let that Instagram shit fool you. Yeah, niggas is not wifing them tens and nines. <laughs> let me tell you something. It's just, it's just, it's one thing. One thing you might be in your feelings, you might be in, in, in insecure about certain things, but we, we know, you know, what's not insecure? Mm. Math. Mm. Math, math is not insecure. I'm gonna tell you how math is not insecure because guess what? Those tens, when you see a ten. Mm-hmm. Most niggas they get the most attention. Yeah. So they're at a higher risk of all type of fuck shit, pregnancy, diseases. Because guess what, a hundred niggas gonna go for this ten. Mm-hmm. So if a hundred niggas go for this ten, more are coming at you, more are gonna get through, more risk of things happening. Right. Good and bad. For those 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 six those sevens those eights those yeah. seven and a half. Right. If we're gonna are we, if we're reading this on a scale of ten. Mm, the risk factor is a little bit lower, lower. I hear that. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. I think, you know, a lot of these tens, you know, you gotta probably find them in the middle of the country somewhere. Facts. You know, find them out of the country or something like that. Because once yeah, they but, get here to South Florida, yeah, Atlanta, wild. California, wild. New, New York, York where mm-hmm. Houston. Houston. We can say, we can say Houston, Texas. We can Texas. Say, I'll just say Texas. But I, I, I'm not. I'm not knocking like, like, because even this and, and things have changed me. And I know you, you was the same because we're parents now. Mm-hmm. So I live my life for somebody else. Right. I live my life a little bit differently 
I'm a little less wilder. I do. I move a little different just because I'm representing another human being. Right. So once I represent another human being, I'm giving up certain things of a single man lifestyle because I rep- I'm, I'm living for a little bit more. So, you know, I see a lot of my friends. I have homegirls that have kids and they have only fans and they dance. And I feel like you could do that in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You can do that in the 80s because guess what? You can live those double lifestyles and no one would know. Right. But now that if I wanted to start an OnlyFans page, which I've thought about, I've been offered. You want to do all? You want to do all? I've been offered. I thought about it, but yeah. guess what? The fact that I can't live self selflessly for me anymore. Yeah. Because God forbid, one day my daughter in high school and somebody shows her or my only dick. exactly, <laughs> and that shit going around the whole school. That's damaging effects, bro. Oh, like so you. you they talk about this fame and fortune, Kim Kardashian, this person, that person, all these celebrities that are getting... Dog, let me tell you something. There's going to be a day where niggas just... All right, bet. Remember back in the day when niggas had razor, razors? Mm-hmm. And the first time... This was airdrop before airdrop was airdrop. Right. So before airdrop was airdrop, you were able to Bluetooth something and those shit would go to everybody's phone. And I remember in Jamaica, people would be at like random track meets. And it was a big thing in Jamaica, because you know, you know, Jamaica. It's not 350 million people. It's 2.3 million people in one little island. So you know, anything is news. Yeah. I remember reading a story about a girl's news being sent via Bluetooth at a track tournament. This is an early Bluetooth era, so this had to be around between 2003 and 2007. I'm just thinking, and I remember reading that for the first time. I was like, damn, like her life has changed forever. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's a digital footprint. Yeah. You know, she's forever going to be remembered for, as that girl. Yeah. And you, and, and for me, I don't want, I don't want my daughter, you know, God forbid anything like that. Like, I don't want my daughter to, to, to be, you know, in that situation. That's why we got to talk to them, man, from, from young and try to let them yeah. experience as much as possible. My goal yeah. for my daughter is to expose her to everything so that, by early age, she, you know, she's not falling for the bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I spoil her. So, um, it's, it's going to have to be a certain type of kid. All right, so do you, do you think you can overspoil your daughter to the point where she isn't able to find a partner? Mm-mm, because somebody is raising their son. Uh, listen, you know what? And, and now that the Patron just kicked in, somebody's raising their son for my daughter. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So... Um, and just, you know, try to raise her as best as I can, let her know as much as she can so she can write, make the right decisions by the time she's at a certain age. And, you know, that's just the goal. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit back and just let her do what the hell she's doing. I'm going to try my best because I've seen some shit. I've seen where, you know, people uh, just, you know, just too much in their kid's life. And yeah. now the kid is a grown ass mm-hmm. kid and he's still doing some 12 year old shit. But, um, you know, just try just try your best, man. Just try your best. You know when to, to pull back. You know when to discipline them. You know when to yeah. show them what they going, what they did is going to you know, receive do you, a consequence. Do you believe the fact that you can do everything right in your child can still be a failure? I've seen it. All right, cool. I've seen it. How long as you could be a realistic realistic about those type of situations, which I am very much am of, I yeah. am. I'm like, I can love, do everything right. Love make you do some dangerous shit. Yeah. Love make you do some stuff that you ain't even think you could do, and it's going to take you a while to get out of it. So that, too, we got to think about that, Slim. Mm-hmm. Like when, they, when they fall in love, you know, bruh, we just got to try to have a relationship with our daughter for us 
Listen, to come talk to me. Tell me. Yeah. Don't let nobody do this. Keep you it a hundred. Keep it a hundred. Keep it a hundred with me, and I'll tell you how to maneuver in that situation. See that nigga really fuck with you. I got you. I got you. You know, so we should just, you know, we can kind of yeah. plot this out now. We should just make a plan of that. You know, listen. We you, should have a. We should create, like in like our daughters are five. Yeah. So when, let's see, five, eleven years, we can create. Niggas ain't shit getaway retreat. Right. <laughs> Where we train all young, our daughters, yep. father and daughter come, and we just show them all the ain't shit nigga ways. Right. And these niggas gonna come at you and how to maneuver in those two situations. Let's do it. Right. And that's what we should dedicate our time to. It's the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be oh, alright. Yeah, man. So let everybody know the Instagram, the Fit Drip. Right. Fitness. Six week shape up. It's one word. R Y fitness y'all hit me up on instagram i'm on all the platforms but like i said hit me up on there fit drip coming up april 3rd <laughs> excuse me patron um the six week shape up is going on and will continue to go on if you really want to make a, a a nice lifestyle change come hit me up on that it's an online program y'all so you don't even got to come to me you'll see me on the screen and we'll we'll get that work done that's what's up, yeah, man. All right. Yeah, once again, yeah. thank you for taking time out of you know, I know it's late, it's a Friday. I know you're up early. We're gonna get some shots up this weekend, but uh appreciate you making making time to be here, man. I really appreciate man, it. Bro. I appreciate you having me on here, man. I love what you do, man. I, I every time I come out to see you play and DJ, man, I have probably the best <laughs> night of my life. So yeah, you know, yeah, he capping them trash. I just, I just listen, Slim is hilarious, y'all. <laughs> he gets that that energy that he has at his parties, like listen, don't miss out. He's where you at Tuesdays? Koyo Taco? Koyo, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's pretty much come booked through. up. He's pretty much booked up, y'all. So if you're Man, trying to through. find if you're trying to find him, bro, you better just you better hit him up. And the price going up, y'all. Slim price City is in Miami, y'all. So make yeah. sure you get in touch with him. Yeah, definitely. I appreciate the plug, man. Uh, appreciate this, man. You already know what it is. First of all, podcast. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. Be a your boy. Yeah.